listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Got out the mall, you're the sweet cat, rocking a fade in my face. Asking, could he see the grenade? I would have let him see it the way he came across. Yo, I said, nah, I beat it. Steph told me, buck him. When I reacted, Ralph said, chill, fuck him. Yo, it's a small world, you know that we'll see him again. He said, fuck you. I said, what? Repeat it again. Chill, son, you eat it again. Slow down, guard, you're speeding again. Face looking like you're fiending for him. Who that with you? How'd you get, nigga, come in. You got a pistol, it must mean you slinging again. And yo, fuck it, y'all, fuck him, son. He was on some stupid shit Thinking he the real thing When he was just a duplicate Saying that he hate our click Hate our shit Hate the firm album And the seeing it click Said he hate you And wish you ain't half a six He had Coliseum jewelry No Tito tricks That's what he supposed to get Nigga play you close He get hit Lay in the dirt For something you say You get hurt Fuck around though Probably with some old school shit How bad you hit him up guard Yo he ghosts and shit Yo it's a body in the trunk son So what's it gonna be The nigga laying down Cause he came for me Yo it's a body in the trunk Trunk, son, so what's it gonna be? A nigga laying dead cause he came for me. I had the Queen's hoodie on with the blood on my sleeve. Get yeah, a nigga one offer, he could take her, he leave. But it's a body in the trunk, son, it's getting scary. What if police pull us over and smell that corpse? Yo, extend it, go in the trunk, light an incense, spray the lights all, all over the car. I know you wasn't dead then, but you're here now, Paul. Yo, it happened like an hour or two. I shower boo, waste a little time, they wanna disturb you. For some reason, yo, I couldn't sleep, slept with my heat. Yo, you think you on some movie shit, son? I think you losing it. Pop the trunk, who's the kid? You really had to buck him? You couldn't just snuff him? Yo, he had to lose his wig? Fuck you, bring him here for? What you think I could do? Somebody could have followed you. Fuck it, nigga, I'll ride with you. So real niggas gonna do what we gotta do. Slide in this whip, and we out. Empty the clip in his mouth. Fuck it. That's how we move in this game. Ruling this game. Niggas staying true to this game. Niggas don't think I'm still shaving crack. Cause I pull up in a truck with a system that make the pavement crack. Bagass have face, have my face in band covered, and I keep a lethal weapon like Mel Gibson and Dan Glover. Now I lose V Money and CeeLo, and the cops think me and Muggs is G Money and Nino, and I don't hit these honeys with C nos. Rather put them on a Greyhound, strap these honeys with kilos. Y'all know who? Hey, how y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And for those of y'all, I was not uh, messing with Rod whatsoever, just so, just so y'all think I'm fumbling with him. <laughs> uh, we are back for a feedback episode on a Saturday morning. Yep, yep. Uh, the day before an uh, epic week next week of podcasting. Yes, Got yes. four shows that we're yes, planning on doing. Yes, four shows, y'all. All kinds of crazy guests. Yes, I'm excited. We got Patrice coming in tomorrow. Yeah. Shirley Wong's first podcast ever. Woohoo! I think. Um, we got uh, Jay, who I met from Facebook, because she's a big fan. Uh, we also got uh, Elon James White on Thursday. Yeah. If that works out. And Leroy from the real world yes. on Tuesday. So we actually yes. have four shows next week. I'm excited. Yeah, so hopefully all those motherfuckers live up to their promises and show up. <laughs> but in case you don't know by now, you listen to the Black Out Test podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, Applications, on your phone or in your Ford vehicle. Yes, sir. We official like that. You just search for the Blackout Tips and our shit will come up. You can also go to our website, theblackguywhotips.com. Yep, yep. And there you can find forums, 
You can find our blog posts. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually join the uh, forums with your Twitter account. You can donate. You can donate to the show through recurring donations or single donations, however you would like to do it. Yes. Uh, we appreciate every donation. We do, guys. We always shout the donators out every yes. week. No matter how big or how small, it matters to us. Yeah, so thank you guys. And uh, we're going to get to the shout outs on that in a couple of seconds. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can go there and do all that stuff. You can leave comments. You can vote in the polls on the forums. Yes, guys. And you can leave comments on the polls, too. We read those, too. Yep. Um, we even read pot, uh, pot comments. Yep. You leave them out there, we will. And when you go to iTunes, you can leave us reviews. And what kind of reviews do we read, Karen? Do we read three-star reviews? Nope. Don't cut it. Do we read, um, four-and-a-half-star reviews on iTunes? No, sir. What what do we read on iTunes? We read five stars only. Review and it doesn't matter what they say in the review. Like, what if they we, say that we suck? We don't give a damn what they say. They can say we suck. They can say my voice sounds like uh, what is the fingernail scratching on the walls? They can say you know I'm not uh, ten star. They can say you suck. We don't give a damn what you say. Yeah, I, I'm gonna read it. Yep. So, I, I mean, as long as you guys send in the five-star reviews, we'll keep reading it. We appreciate the people who take the time out to do that. We do. Um, we're getting a lot of them, man. We're getting close to 100, so just trying to make that push towards 100 so we can be legit. A lot of people think it's just about the ratings, and that's cool, but I like the reviews. I like to know what people think about yeah, the show. because it moves and shifts us in iTunes, too. Right. Um, also, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com, and you can call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We play the voicemails on the feedback show like today. Yep. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And, of course, um, we finally got a Marriage Equality Act that passed in New York last night. Yes, a lot of people were quite angry about that. Yeah, so all the gay people, they, they finally... Do you hear that? Wait a minute. <laughs> hey! I want the world to know, got to let it show. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Merry Christmas, gay people! There's a new me coming out. Y'all get it! Asexual muffin. Toya. We made it, baby. All you gotta do is move to New York. Who's hot? Who's not? Wait, wait a minute. Is that no, the right song? No, that's the wrong song. Oh. Ooh, but let me, let me tell you who was more happy than the gay people. Who? The lawyers. Yeah. Because <laughs> that means we got twice as many divorces. <laughs> that was extensive. Like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. We got, we got all kinds of marriage paperwork. Oh, I know. They got extensive. Can you imagine how fabulous the weddings are going to be? Oh. Oh. I mean, like... Doves might descend from the air and then explode into glitter. Like, yes, it, it could happen. It, it's like yes. if, 
Like, they might hold hands and walk off on a rainbow unicorn. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't surprise me if somebody had a glee, uh, uh, a glee thing wedding. That would be wonderful. Where people just break out in songs. Seriously, and dance. You, like, oh, people gosh. used to think that that dance to that Chris Brown song was off the hook, but that was a straight wedding. Yes. I, I don't even want to know what, what, what are they going to do? Wow. Could you imagine somebody mess around and put a whole theater? You know, with like the props and have like oh. the, everybody in costumes. Somebody do like cats. Oh my gosh, it would be so epic. Oh, we're going to have full-blown musical weddings. Yes, I can't wait. Put them on YouTube. I will watch them. Who are these people that hate gay people? Honestly? I don't know. Because it's going to be fabulous. Yes. Apparently, you guys don't know fun. All right, let's get to some actual podcasting. <laughs> shout out to all my gay people, though. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And shout out to the Neanderthals that was trying to hit me up. Hey, man, what's your opinion on gay marriage? Uh, I think it's cool, man. I'm glad they got it. Well, I mean, my opinion, I'm entitled to my opinion. You need to respect it. Motherfucker, I ain't asking you your opinion. You ask me. <laughs> this is that- a one-way street. I am telling you what I think. And that was the thing last night. It was kind of funny uh just going up and down twitter i didn't really comment but a lot of people was and it's okay to have your opinion but don't get mad if people don't agree with your opinion and then you want to argue with them that's the thing i wasn't even one you asked me my opinion that's right two there's a follow button if i wanted to know your opinion i would follow you yes which i'm obviously not that's right uh three I, I don't have to respect everybody's opinion. I've said this shit a million fucking times. It's like, well, you know, man, you have to respect my opinion. No, I don't. I don't have to respect shit. What if your opinion is that all the Jews need to go, Hitler? You know, what if your opinion is that blacks are inferior to, to everybody else, KKK? Do I need to be like, oh, I respect that, though, you know? No, I, I don't respect that. Yeah, and you fucking hypocrites. You gonna, how you gonna jack off to lesbian porn that night, but you was on Twitter talking about gay marriage gotta go? Yeah. You know, oh, I saw Black Swan, man. Did you see what Mila Kunis was doing to... Oh, oh, yeah, man, but I'm against gay marriage. You know? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yes, and like you Ugh. said, someone probably trying to talk their wives into doing the threesome. Okay, Carl. Yeah. yeah. All right. And gay people can't have kids. Oh, well, have you not seen the Republican congressmen that come out the closet? Those look like kids on the stage to me with a sad wife. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Anyway, um... We got some donations. Yes, we did. Larian, a.k.a. The Simp Say, a.k.a. AKA Hollywood Larian. Larian. Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. Hollywood Larian donated his current donation. He, he told me to get this option, and he would donate, and he did, and I appreciate that, Simp Say. Thank you. And uh, you can find him on WCMC.com, which is what craft means craft. Which also stands for a bunch of other things they have over there, but it's like a conglomerate of pioneers of ratchetness. So you can go over there and check those guys out. Um, we also got $10 from your mama. So thank you to Karen's mama for $10. She put, she put it in an envelope and she mailed it in. Yeah, but even though she lives right down the street. <laughs> uh, we got a donation from Eugene. Thank you, Eugene. Or Eugene, however you want to go by, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's kind of, you know, that's up to you. But thank you, Eugene, for the donation. We appreciate it. It will be spent wisely on all the cocaine I can have. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, uh, Shirley Wong gave us a donation. She left a message. This is to help fund a masterful plan that I have yet to conceive in my mind, but it will be ratchet. Stay tuned. Oh, thank you. 
So I'm not sure what this five dollars is supposed to be for, because it's an ambiguous note that sounds more ominous than anything else. Oh, we will take it. We, yeah. we will put it in the bank. I just hope she don't show up on the show and start acting all ratchet tomorrow. Like I put my five dollars in, son. <laughs> this is how I do. Anyway, the Jews must go. I own you now. <laughs> yeah. I'm against gay marriage. I gave five dollars and I came to save my peace. Yes. You have to respect what I'm saying. That's my ticket to say what the hell I want to say. <laughs> yeah. The world is black. Respect it. It's my opinion. Yes, you will fall off of it. Uh, Greg put in on this. He gave us some money. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. You're a gentleman and a scholar, yes, and I owe you, you a dollar. And uh, all right, man, that's all the donations. So thank you guys that donated this week. Uh, we really do appreciate it, like I said, and it's helped make the show better. And we were looking at some things that you're going to be able to use this morning, and uh, it was kind of expensive. But we're looking at other options, too. Yes. That, that stay tuned, motherfuckers. It's coming. Yes. Soon. Be patient. We're doing big things. Speaking of coming soon, somebody's iPhone got shipped today. Yes, it was on back order. I'm glad. Yay! I get to multitask. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing it single now. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to do first? You want to do the iTunes reviews, uh, Facebook comments, uh, comments on the polls, we got email, what? Let's do Facebook first. All right, so going on Facebook, mm-hmm. we're checking out the ratchetness of our listeners. Yeah. Um, and see what all we posted this week, because we had all kinds of commentary. We did. Um, all right, so, of course, episode 178 was You Speak Jive Right. Yep. And that was uh, the episode where we showed, uh, you know, the we talked about that dude who um, was in the office and uh, a white dude came out and called the black delivery man <laughs> Nizzle. Yes, he showed so, out. I'll take that package, my Nizzle. And and then they tried to get yes. him to go calm him down because he was black. No, we all don't speak the same language. Sorry, y'all. Uh, so, of course, we have my father on. Uh, episode 179. Yes, a lot of people like that episode. Return of the Dad to the Fathering. And that was when he returned, because he did this last year, too. Yes. And Eric says, Hey, Rod and Karen, this is an urban thug checking in from Atlanta. <laughs> I live off Bankhead, so I'm very urban. LOL. Enjoy having Pops on the show. I'm probably closer to his age, so I could really appreciate his perspective. Just went back and listened to the Al Green episode. Hilarious. I know you hate recommendations. Eric! <laughs> but, but check out the Sam Cooke story if you get a chance. Them old R&B dudes could not spot the cray-cray. Keep up the good work. Thank you. All right, I'll check it out. Oh, and he's saying that from the episode we was playing that tape about that dude talking about kill all the thugs. Yeah, yeah. Neil Bortz had went on the radio and said that they need to kill urban thugs, yo, in Atlanta because two people got carjacked. Yes. So uh, we played the clip on the show, and he was saying that he's from Atlanta, and he's one of those urban thugs. So hopefully they won't all buy guns. Yeah, and shoot you. And shoot you. Be all, safe down there. Be safe, brother. All the people in Neil Bortz's audience, yeah. which is like older white people that yes. probably can't see and shouldn't be driving. Yes, be safe. Him, I think, uh, Ty Diamond, and all them other people in Atlanta. Be safe. Uh, Q wrote it. Yo, your dad is mad cool, but let me ask. When were you comfortable enough to start cursing around your dad and parents? Do you remember the first time you cussed around them? What happened? 
Is there anything you can't or won't say around your parents? Okay, first of all, yes, there's got to be something I won't say around yes, my parents. Yes. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be something. I wouldn't call them a name. Yes. I wouldn't be like, Dad, what's up, you motherfucker? I'd get punched yeah, in my chest. You wouldn't say, I just fucked my wife. Yeah. Uh, also, I do not, Um, I, I don't know when I started cursing. I think it was the first time he offered me a beer. Like, yeah, then you're official. Yeah, he's like, hey, son, you want a beer? And I was like, well, shit, motherfucker, why you ain't say nothing? Then he punched, <laughs> me, punched me in my chest. He said, you don't call me motherfucker. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. And uh, I, I don't know what I won't say. I mean, I don't know. I, I filter myself a lot around people in general. But yes, um, the way I talk on the show is how I talk in real life when I'm talking. I just... I normally just don't talk to people a lot of times. Yes, to avoid all the issues. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm at work. You don't need to hear this shit. No. Leonard wrote in, I'm checking out show 178 now. I just heard my name. That was a surprise. Thanks for the shout out, man. As always, keep doing your thing, brother. No problem. Um, Bill wrote in and gave us the booty call ninja attack uh, story, which we saw a billion times yes. this week. And I see we got Jill Scott. She looks wonderful. She oh. got big breasts. Yes. Ooh, she got some big melons, but she looks wonderful. Tig old bitties. She yes, lost a bunch of weight yes. and stuff. She will knock you out with them, too. So we got a whole bunch of comments a about that picture. A lot of comments about that picture. Somebody posted the R. Kelly National Anthem, which in my opinion is the best national anthem, anthem of all ever. time. Even better than the, uh, the Marvin Gaye one, uh, R. Kelly. Because I've never seen uh, a national anthem where in the middle... You asked for crowd participation. <laughs> yeah, dancers stepping in yes, the name of love. Breakdown. Stepping in the name of patriotism. And then he was like, come on, clap your hands now, somebody. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was like, what the I fuck? I wonder, is that one the longest ones ever? Uh, I don't I saw that. And then at the end, he's like, and for the home, home of the brave, home of the brave. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, oh that's, why they all, that's, that's why they all like for us to sing they national anthem. Yeah, that's my that's the best one of all time. <laughs> yes, man. it is. Yeah, I, me, I, my white friends were so confused. Yes, because like, I think we seen that with them, and me and Roderick were literally hurting ourselves. Well, dying as soon as I saw our Kelly, Kelly, I knew it was on, and I saw it had uh, a band in the background. I was like, "This is going to be ratchet." Yes, I think somebody posted on the on the site the R in R Kelly stands for ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> ratchet Kelly. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course, uh, we also had somebody post the Marvin Gaye anthem, which is for classy folks, so leave that alone. Gabrielle writes in, this undercover biracial sister loves your podcast. Uh-oh. You are number three on Google search after the top five black guy did it excuses by non-black criminals. <laughs> Crying shame, keep spreading the truth. We will. We're going to get on top of that damn list. I agree with, the, she says, I agree with the Dukes of Hazard. I loved that show as a kid. I loved how Boss Hog allowed some heck of good breakfasts. Always had some heck of good breakfasts. He wasn't good, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he always had to interrupt his breakfast because of the fucking hazards, kids. Ah, no, he eat some grits and eggs and pork chops and ham yeah. and bacon and, and waffles. He's like, damn it! Yeah, like, those damn Duke boys are at it again. And he throw his hat down. What, tarnation? Um... It wasn't until I was older that I realized that General Lee was a racist image. I just thought it was a cool car at first. Me too. Yes, me too. I was planning on getting that painting on my car when I grew up. <laughs> I'm glad you changed your mind. I am too. Uh, Keith writes in uh, for show 180, Samurai Lawyer, featuring Draquetta uh, and Yoli. Did you? 
the Jew. Yeah, she is Jewish, Karen. That's correct. Wow. Of course, you notice. Yes, um, I notice racial things. Uh, and Keith says, excellent show. Jaquetta had me at Fuck Tyler Perry. So maybe Keith thinks that Jaquetta has a sexy voice too now. Oh yeah, I told you. You better watch out. They're gonna be hitting her up. Um, and that, that's about it, man. Somebody else posted an article about a lady who woke up at her own funeral, had a heart attack, and died. So oh, maybe we'll read that tomorrow uh, for the show. But what do you want to do next? We got emails, iTunes, iTunes. Let's all go over to iTunes. Check it out. Yep, yep. All right. So we got some iTunes reviews, and what do we read? Five stars only. That's right. Doesn't matter what you say. So Rashani, he wrote in with a five-star review, and I'm pretty sure we didn't read this last week. No, because for some reason, iTunes are having issues, and a lot of stuff posted afterwards. It says, I enjoy this podcast way too much for my own good. The thing about it is that they don't even seem like they are trying. They are just genuinely funny people. If you were at a party and Rod and Karen came up to you and started a conversation... That would pretty much be it for the rest of the party because the entertainment is directly in front of you. <laughs> that is how I feel every time that I hear these two talented folks podcast. Or on the Morning Jones, which I was fortunate enough to be tipped to by Rod. Karen, you remind me of the folks I got in uh, I got in Brunswick, Georgia. And your insight always makes me laugh. You two, <laughs> you two are the reason why, even though I love Stacey Dash like new money, I cannot bear to watch single ladies because it is way more entertaining to read the live tweets about the show from Rod. And all, thanks for taking the time out to put a great put out a great show. By the way, my wife and I have been friends with benefits for years. You may even catch her talking random shit on Xbox Live at some point. We bo- we both enjoy tuning in and laughing and discussing what y'all are talking about. Thanks for the laughs. We greatly appreciate it. Rashani. Thank, Thank you. you. And he also has a podcast called a Single Single Sum Cast. Mm-hmm. Some complex shit. But check him out, man. He, he's a pretty cool dude, man. Yes, and I actually he is. did a show with him and uh, the, the dude Big Pimp South Florida um, Scarfinger, Scarfinger mm-hmm. Phenom Black Adjective J it's called the Tangent Cast mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to put a link to it on our um, on our page and uh, so people can go check it out and uh, it was really it was really funny and long as shit because it was a bunch of talking motherfuckers talking about random things that you know just went crazy and we got to talk some West Coast shit you know on these mark ass busters um uh-huh. and of course uh Children Scooter wrote in he says have I been hallucinating Karen was tweeting from work <laughs> she called the morning Jones and talked about coming to America and Jerry Curls I know I know it's a wonderful life after all <laughs> the show is hilarious. The random thoughts and articles had me literally laughing out loud. Keep up the good work. All hail the Queen of Naps and Sir Ratchet. Uh, Ratchet, thank you, by the way. Thank you. Oh, and the title, I forgot to read the titles. Nothing But Last was a shiny title. Mean Mugging Beggars is the title of <laughs> Trojan Scooters. Uh, I Love This Podcast is the title of Righteous Review, which is Best Podcast I Have Ever Come Across. I am hooked. This podcast had me at Facebook deep. Now, technically, it's Twitter deep, but I I feel you, Righteous. You don't got to change that. We know what you meant. (laughs) Twitter deep, Facebook deep, it's all the same shit. And that that is is. when people write shit on Twitter that they think is deep, but it's not that fucking deep. It's just (laughs) Twitter. Um, 
a saying I use every single day. Thanks, Rod. This wonderful podcast has also opened me up to the future Olympic sport of bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. I have no doubt that one day Mark Griffin will achieve. He even spelled Mark Griffin right. I am impressed. Yes, sir. <laughs> that one we're gonna, day we're still trying to get him on the show. If we can. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to hit him up. I got to so many fucking guests. Anyway, I have no doubt that one day Mark Griffin will achieve his dream because of this show. Ron and Karen, you two are hilarious, and I often find myself getting yelled at by the boss for laughing out loud. Keep up the great work. Alright, man. Don't get fired, though. Podcast changed my life. Five stars. Wow. Thank you. We are changing lives, Karen. One person at a time. Uh, it's from Kara Modi. You think she's related to Cool Modi? <laughs> <laughs> the wild wild west <laughs> all them niggas sound the same to me by the way yeah. the streets come out yes. you know, the freaks come out I think I'm going to read it I'm going to read it that way I have been listening to your podcast for about two weeks and now man, now I am hooked <laughs> it's like a jungle outside <laughs> I even google bullet ball extreme to see if it kept it if it was real <laughs> Keep doing what you do, cause after moving from Chicago to Phoenix last year, I realized how much I miss my black folks. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Since there are not many of us out here in oh wait. Since there are not many of us here in Phoenix, I follow you on Twitter as PHXCHICK underscore KIRA. Phoenix Chick Kara. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing podcast. Amazing team by Marquita. I think that's how she told us to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. She says, and I quote, Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. Uh, LOL, I'm bored as hell, but I had to leave y'all something. Keep up the great work. Alright, no problem, kid. And Isaac Weeks writes in with another, another five star review. And he says, uh, the unsung heroes of podcasting. So y'all motherfuckers get to singing. <laughs> okay? I need to get be the song heroes of podcasting. Any means necessary. Yes. Uh, I have been listening to this podcast for years now. And the black guy who tips is the only one that has never gone down in... Oh, he's been listening to podcasts for years now. I was about to say, ooh, we, we, we almost two years. I was about to say, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says, and the black guy who tips is the only one that has never gone down in quality. A beacon of excellence three times a week that shines through the mediocrity of most podcasts you'll find online. Yeah, pretty soon it will be years. But I was looking like, hey, last time I checked. That is awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you, Ozzy. And, yes. Um, we try to keep up the good work, and that's why we tell everybody to keep supporting us and keep donating, because we have a lot of ideas and stuff we want to put in place and things like that, so yes. thank you. we got to install the rape rooms, uh, <laughs> a lot of weapons of, mass, weapons of mass destruction are expensive these yes, days. Yes, they are. Oh my God, you have you tried buying some uh, dirty bomb? Shit, mm. not on my Craigslist. No. Anyway, man, we're actually at a, a, a hundred ratings, and our average rating is five stars. Now we don't have a hundred reviews yet. I think we're at eighty-eight reviews, okay. and a couple of those Some are not just five stars. Rate them, but they don't put comments. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And a couple of those reviews are not five stars, so I don't count those. No. So we're probably at like eighty-six, eighty-five. But thank you guys for the reviews. 
What do you want to do next, Karen? We got the polls. We got the comments. Let's um, do polls. Okay. Let's all check out the polls. Mm-hmm. Just let your polls glow. <laughs> Just let it shine. <laughs> uh, 178 is the latest one we had. Um, and uh, it was called You Speak Jive, right? The poll was... Is Lupe, I'm talking about Lupe Fiasco, mm-hmm. being critical of the president to promote his album? And I had two choices. Yes, he knows what he's doing. Or no, he's always been like this. He's as surprised as you are. Like, he's just as surprised that people are putting him on their radio and TV and asking his opinion as as everybody else is. And, and I think both could be legit answers because... Let's be honest. Lupe might not have actually been, um, you know, thinking it through. No, I don't think he was. That's why when he goes, he's like, what the hell are we talking about? It was like, what you saying, nigga? Right. No, what are we talking about this? Well, it's like he's always just the president. This is the first time people gave a fuck. That's true. So I wonder if this, if, if it's malicious or if it's just like coincidence. Um, DH left a comment. He says, for real, the only song I know by Lupe is the kick push joint. But I do happen to bounce around the internet all the damn time. How come I haven't seen anything else of controversy regarding his feelings on President Obama online? Not saying it's not there, but I sure the hell saw the comment about President Obama. And isn't it peculiar he made the statement not too long after an album dropped? He didn't feel that way back in back in before the album? Just say it. So that's what DH thinks. And, you know, like I said, man, I can go both ways on this, which is why I made the poll. You know, a lot of times I make the poll, my mind isn't made up. I think it's not a coincidence that he's pushing it. Like, because now it's like, bro, you know that everybody's getting mad. You know that your explanation hasn't really been accepted. Mm-hmm. And yet he's constantly going out to keep putting his point out there. That's right. And, it's, and he keeps getting trapped in the same logic hole of, yeah, but you don't vote. And he don't give a fuck. He just keeps doing it. So Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah, maybe it's a little of both. Uh, and did I say the percentage that it was 58% for yes, he knows what he's doing, okay. and 42% for no. So, you know, uh, it's pretty close. Uh, Montoya says, I'm not the biggest Lupe fan, but as far as I can tell, he's always been against the grain. Black folks are just tripping because it's a black dude dogging the first black president. I've heard Bush and Clinton call terrorists without much backlash. Most of the people that I come across who are upset about it aren't even aware of the context. I can't I can't see Lupe's statement pushing record sales because who runs to buy a record that spouts things they disagree with? Or maybe he's chasing that racist white money. That's a good point, man. Like and that's the other thing, like conspiracy theories don't always have a plan. Mm -mm. They just know to go against the grain. Like they don't Mm -hmm. always think shit through to the end. But I think like I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Lupe is as surprised that people are actually paying him attention for the first time. That's right. This is the most probably the most attention he's ever got out of all three of his albums. Because like a lot of his stuff, the um his comp record company were pushing and promoting, but it still didn't move the needle as far as the sales. Right, and he went on Bill O'Reilly last week. CeeLo Green had the TV show that he went on. Um, yeah, and they so, were just eating him alive, man. It was like, why are you even doing this? Well, I didn't hear a CeeLo interview, but I know the Bill O'Reilly kind of chewed him up and spit him out. Mm-hmm. TT says, I think it's probably a bit of both. As a Lupe, as a fan of Lupe from the beginning, he's always been against the man and has clearly established he believes America as a whole is terroristic. If that's even a word, wouldn't want to be, wouldn't want to be vocabulacious. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that that now he's publicly being called out for it, as his opinion is being spread to the masses. 
He's milking it for what it's worth. It seems like he'll say whatever gets him publicity because the nigga looks stupid on our route. Yeah, I think that was kind of another line for me too was like, okay, man, you were kind of in your element with some of these hip-hop publications and the music things. But once you start going on like political shows. Yeah, they, they, I don't think people understand. They take it to a whole nother level. Like, you ain't gonna have no sense. Sometimes you can't get the sensible conversation in hip hop, but you definitely not gonna get the sensible conversation there. Okay, so the poll for my dad, uh, which was Return of the Dad 2, The Fathering, uh, which is, uh, you know, our no episode, I think 179 or 178. But either way, the poll was. Uh, remember we talked about a father who was a lawyer and sued the people who were bullying his daughter on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple girls, so he went ahead and uh, launched some lawsuits on that ass. And I put up to the to the people like, was was that father in the right for suing his daughter's bullies? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's time for someone to teach the bullies a lesson, or no, he's being overprotective. Eighty-two uh, percent of people said yes. It's time to teach these bullies a fucking lesson and sue their ass. And of course, 6% of people are pussies and said, no, he's overprotected. No, you mean 18 Oh, 18%, I'm sorry. Uh, 2% error on the Oh, uh, Let's see. Uh, Mr. Span said five days ago, nah, he went about it all wrong, man. I would have shot him in the pinky toe, but that's just me. And then I put on there, Mr. Span is from Detroit, so he don't count. Cause that is some gangster shit. Matoya um, says that that father was overprotective. If you ask me, dealing with bullies builds character. Uh, builds character. Builds character. That child is gonna expect daddy to come to the rescue well into adulthood after this, or want to sue every time she gets offended. No, and my thing is what? So the bullies keep fucking bullying and picking on other children? No, you stop that shit. Don't bully my child. Yeah, I, and plus, I mean, to what extent does a pair have responsibility, though? Because there is there a, is there any level of bullying that's too much, though? Because like I said, well, I brought up the time where that kid used a razor blade and cut my brother's eyelid. Like, should I? Oh, you uh, you need to deal with it. Let me give you the tools to go out. No, you can go to fucking jail, bitch. Get your hands off my kid. Yeah, on top of that, um, especially to me, that's a defamation of character and all kinds of things. And I feel like when when people say things like that, you're disregarding the child's feelings. You're disregarding a lot of things that that child has to personally deal with. Yeah, I, I can't tell. Uh, I mean, I can't say. I know what they're trying to say, but I just, I think, well, that's why I left the poll that way. You know, it's a controversial topic. Mr. Bill says, it's on the parents to give their children the tools to deal with bullies. Bullies don't go away as you grow up. They become your asshole bosses. The cops give you a speeding ticket or uh, the Strata Council president who wants to find you because of your choice in curtains. Teaching kids how to handle bullies will serve them well when they get to high school, college, and when they move into a career. That's why my kids are all in martial arts and they each receive a samurai sword when they turn 13. You son of a bitch! Yeah, you, you don't count either. I'm sorry. You can't be giving. I I took you seriously until you you get one of the sword ratchet people. What's wrong with you, Mr. Bill? I know. Shame on you. You don't count either. But when does it come a point that you tell bullies leave me the fuck alone? I'm sorry. Yes. I, and even adults, guess what? You can press charges and take their ass to jail if they put their hands on you or they make videos about you. So I uh, asked another question, which is. Uh, you know, we did the last the last poll we talked about, uh, or the last show with Jaquetta, 
episode 180, the Samurai Lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the questions we talked about was uh, Obama and how people are disappointed. And I'm a little disappointed in Obama because apparently there's not going to be any death panels. It's been two and a half years. <laughs> We're not killing the old people yet. It's, mm-hmm. I look out here every day and see more and more fucking old people. Mm-hmm. Let's get on it. That's not changing. I'm sorry. You're bringing the troops home. Let's bring the old people home to Jesus. <laughs> I'll accept 30000 by the river. Yeah, I'll accept thirty thousand by next uh, next summer. Uh, but he's I put should Obama bring back the death panels? Yes, it's time for these old people to go. Ha ha ha! No, I'm a sissy and I love the tea party. That was option two. And you're being ridiculous again, Rod. That was option three. Option one got forty four percent of the vote. It's time for the old people to go. So a lot of people agree with me. Option two, no, I'm a sissy and I love the tea party. Got 0% of the vote. None. No one agrees with that. No. So, I seen it so far, it looks good for me. But then, option three, you're being ridiculous again, Rod. <laughs> Got 56% of the vote. So, apparently people think that that is ridiculous to want to kill all the old people. So. And apparently children's scooter said, Karen, make Rod's drink smoke. Which, that has nothing to do with the phone. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Alright, uh, you ready to do the, uh, emails? Yes, sir. Alright, let's do some emails. Oh, wait, no, actually, we had one comment on Podomatic. Okay. Siron Jr. says, What's good? Listening to your podcast for the third time. Enjoying it very much. I'm from the 416, and milk in the bag is what it's all about. Three individual bags packed in one big bag. It's all good. Because I said I do not eat shit that comes in. <laughs> The wrong type of packaging. Yes. Milks in bags, cereals in bags, uh, you know, box of wine. Certain certain things are supposed to come in certain type of packaging. Yes. I can't support this type of ratchetness. Um, Tanera writes in, I just saw the last episode, uh, the latest episode of Single Ladies, and cracked up laughing when that white girl's ex-husband gave her the divorce papers for her birthday present. Yes. Yeah, that was off the hood, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that, that shoot, that was the, uh... Most testosterone I've seen in him all season. And he's coming for her uh, for her um, grandma's inheritance. Yes. So it's on. Um, I guess that nigga's been listening to the podcast and took Rod's advice <laughs> on being the nice guy. Just wanted to write and say I love the podcast. I almost lost my job yesterday listening to the show. Huh? Man, we're adding to the unemployment rate. <laughs> yes, we are. I had my headphones in listening while my boss walked up and started talking to me. I was really shocked because he never leaves his office. But in anticipation that he ever did, I always had my headphones with my hair so no one knows I'm not actually doing work. I know my coworkers think I'm crazy for sporadically laughing throughout the day. Anyway, my boss came up to me first of all and I didn't hear what he was saying or what he was asking me for. I started giggling when Rod was saying he thought his dad's car would blow bubbles. I ducked my head and tried to act like I was coughing. But he was laughing at me strange and I, when I lifted my head. He was looking. Oh, looking at me strange when I lifted my head. Overall, I love the show and I love you all's live tweets on Twitter. Well, thank you, Tanera. Thank you. Don't get fired. Please don't. We're not worth that. Plus, how will people donate to the show if they all lose their jobs? That's true, too, now. Um, uh, Tanisha wrote us in and sent us an article. I have to look at that later on to add it to the show. Um, Jay also sent us an article. So people are emailing us articles too now, which we appreciate. We do. 
Um, and let's go. Uh, Cyber Soldier at told me to thank you, Karen, for going on his show, beating the block. Yes, I had a good time with him. It's actually up on iTunes. Yeah, and I will put it on uh, our website today. So you guys can go check out Cyber Soldier and Karen's appearance on his podcast with his wife. Yeah. How was it? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw you up. Y'all talked for quite a while. We did. We had a So we'll do that. And then uh, uh, also you went on Scarfingers podcast? Yes, that was not out yet. But yeah, I did Scarfingers top three. That should be out soon too. Cool, man. Y'all hear this podcast and beast, Karen. That's right. Latoya writes in. A.K.A. Toya, A.K.A. Mikael Taz, yes. A.K.A. Young Ratchet. Uh, she writes in, well, hello, young people. I's free from taking care of Montaz in Leesville, Louisiana. Ooh, she's down south for real. Where civilization goes to die. <laughs> I might be in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I did type that. I'm not afraid of my ratchetness. In fact, I embrace it. Anyways, on to the next topic. I'm so glad to have Justin back with his ratchet self. It will. <laughs> it was so missed, and will as well. He counts because he loves swords. Yes. By the way, I'm not from South Memphis. I'm from the the North. That's how we say it. Stop, LOL, Karen. <laughs> I think the North. The North. The North. Uh, I, North Memphis. I hope you see. I hope you seen the update on the story about the gun party and dad from Memphis. If not, I will post it to your wall. Please post that. I haven't seen the update, yes. and I need to know. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode with you and your dad. It seems like he has some inner ratchet in him that's trying to get free. <laughs> yeah, he's not totally out the closet yet. Whomever that woman was who put in the wrong account number for her income tax refund doesn't know how to highlight a copy, highlight and copy and paste. Say that again. <laughs> in my Celia voice, she deserves any bad things that come her way. Ah, uh, yes, she does. Uh, that's some fucked up shit right there. Holla at you later, 10 star Karen and 6.5 star Rod. Anyways, that's all I can remember right now because crazy is over my shoulder. Uh-oh. So I gotta go. Yeah, because she ain't like that Beyonce talk. Fuck Mario Chalmers. <laughs> and then Barry White voice. Good morning, ladies. All right, Toya. Um, Thank you, Toya. Walter Wright said, hey, party people in the place to be. Party people. Party people. <laughs> so let's get funky. Just jumping in for a random thought. Have you two considered taking Kung Fu at the YMCA? I got Kung Fu at the YMCA? I took Taekwondo and got kicked out. I don't think I'm going back. Oh. Uh, when I was a kid. I need that for new funny material. The funniest shit would be hearing that one of you two had the scissor kick a dude for something unruly. I think that's when Roger got kicked out. Rod could be playing ball and fly and... <laughs> <laughs> and a fly ass foul that would be too fast to detect. Oh, and foul somebody that would be too. <laughs> it'll be too fast for them to know. Hit him with the death punch from Bruce Lee. Yes. Or Karen would say some shit like, "This old man was staring at me so hard I had to check him with a tiger uppercut." <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Keep up the great work, you two. I'm loving the podcast more and more. It's part of my weekly ritual, especially since I gave up on TV years ago. Don't do it to yourself, brother. Um, Trey writes in, what up, Ryan and Karen? Stopping by to give some quick feedback on episodes 179 and 180. The Father's Day episode was really good. Your pops was very funny. I heard the Morning Jones last week when they were discussing the effects of tequila, and then it was a topic on this episode. It made me laugh because tequila has recently been my drink of choice. <laughs> I think, Uh-oh. yeah. 
I think tequila is getting a bad rap because people have abused it and want to blame it on the alcohol. Tequila, like we said, tequila stories never end well. They end up, I was naked, I had no clothes on, mm-hmm. I was in the ditch. I've never heard those stories in Catholic. Like, I had tequila and that was the first time I was accused of rape. Yeah. It's like owning a pit bull. If you are responsible with this, then it's smooth sailing. Um, and he's right. All alcohol, to me, all alcohol is the same. Use it in moderation and you're good. Yeah. Once you start getting into drunk territory, you're really fucking around. If you are. Now that I've advocated for tequila, episode 180 was very good too. Man, my Facebook timeline was ratchet as hell. Single mothers talking about no good baby daddies. Dudes dudes were enraging the women saying they shouldn't be allowed to claim Father's Day because they knew dudes were no good men when they laid down with them. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. Uh, I had to stay off Facebook for a couple days after that. I kind of see both sides of their arguments, so I'm with you that everyone who has beef with Father's Day should air their air out their grievances the day before. Yeah, it's just that people celebrate that day, man. And I don't care if mothers want to celebrate Father's Day, fathers want to celebrate Mother's Day. Who cares? Um, I saw they were talking about the comedian Reggie Brown, who impersonated President Obama. Whoever decided to book him was stupid as shit. Yes. Not because he was making Obama jokes, but they didn't think to ask him what his material was. Yes. Nobody said, give me a script of what you're going to say. Like, nobody said, give me a layout. And then they couldn't take it either, which is the, 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 like, the most Republican thing about it. Is at the end of the day, they could not handle the jokes from the own guy that they hired to roast them. They shouldn't have had anybody fucking roasting them. That's one thing I can't say about them. No, they don't take jokes well at all. I guess they thought since it was supposed to be Obama that his whole act was going to be making fun of him. Of Obama, that's right. And it's hard to make fun of Obama. Like, I don't know if these, like, it's easy. Like, that's the thing that Republicans uh, don't get. They're like, everybody picked on George Bush. How come you don't go in on Obama? He's a lot harder to make fun of. Yes, you can't make fun of him, though, but he's not hot. George Bush was a fucking idiot. Yeah, one, he's a minority. Two, he's cool as shit. Three, he's fucking smart. Like, it, the only things you can make fun of him are for shit that aren't don't have a lot of distance. Oh, he doesn't read well off a teleprompter. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to make that shit last for more than a couple jokes. Like, you know, you Bush is like a walking, talking, fucking stumbling, bumbling idiot at times. Yes, going go, go to, uh, to, like, places overseas, talking about, we gonna handle it like this, talking all that country slang to them world leaders. They look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about, George Bush? Turkey <laughs> slang to world leaders. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, shit. Um, let's see, uh... I guess they thought he was supposed to be Obama that his whole act was to make fun of him. This proves that Republicans are a bunch of assholes and I will never vote for them as long as they have this kind of thinking. Yes. It's all fun and games making fun of the president, but they don't want to they but they want to embarrass Reggie uh talk, talk, taking him off stage early when his joke he starts joking on them. I don't know because mm-hmm. I think he was about to get in. They were like, oh, let's stop this before you end up saying some shit that's going to really offend our constituents. He said, I don't know if you saw Bill Maher last night, but he brought Reggie Brown out as Obama let him finish his material. Bill Maher gets major props for that, and the audience loved it. Okay. That's all I got for now. Congrats on the live, uh, uh, going live with some of the shows. Y'all things shown should be, we major. <laughs> I'm out. Thanks, Trey. Thank you. Um, and let's see. We got two more. In the bleachers. Right saying from his Verizon Wireless Blackberry. Yes. What up, uh, Rod and Karen? What up, folk? I'm a G, you heard? But mostly I'm an awful person who lives in some bizarre fantasy <laughs> land where his reckless life decisions always turn out to be okay. 
I'm glad. I've got, I haven't gotten an email since I started being unemployed again. I'm sure you heard it on the Morning Jones. <laughs> that was all true and real. I did write Go Hills, Go America on my termination notice. Aww. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> I did change from khakis to shorts before my termination meeting. I did go to the pool and told all my coworkers I was going to the pool and then sent them pictures of me drinking champagne with chicks at the pool. Maybe I'm a jerk. They have a job. I do not. My life is better. He's really about that life. But on a serious note, I'm really happy not working. The spiral of self-destruction is halted for the moment as I attempt to cobble together some semblance of an income. Now show issues. First and foremost, Ryan Dunn and the over-serving. That is a real thing. Haven't worked in a college bar, but I can vividly remember bartenders cutting people off and having us escort people from the premises because they were clearly too drunk. I've denied entry because folks were drunk as well. Uh, and now, now here's the thing. I know that that's true, right? Mm-hmm. My question is this. You escort someone from the premises because they're drunk. They still hop in the car and go kill somebody. Are, am I responsible? You know what I mean? Like, 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 even if you did your job and they still did something stupid like that, like, you told them no. And and that's the thing. It's like, even if you told them no, and you got a good point, some people are professional drunks, which means they could be drunk as a skunk, but they, they don't show it. Like, right. they're not stumbling and not slurring. They're and not, like, what action? If you rob somebody, am I responsible for that? Yeah. If you rape somebody, am I responsible for that? The line has got to be drawn somewhere where they have to be accountable for their own actions. Yeah, it's very uh, frustrating because I really do wonder what the answer is. But at the same time, I mean, I two people lost their lives and, you know, but it just seems to me like, man, you got to be responsible for your fucking self. Yeah, and I think the laws vary from state to state. And in some states, if you, even if you have a house party, unless you do B, uh, BYOB, mm-hmm. you're held accountable if somebody leaves your house and gets drunk. I remember one parents weekend, we had a dad and a daughter freaking out. Uh, at us because they thought the mom had been overserved. They're yelling at us. The mom's puking in the bathroom, half passed out. Dad's talking about calling the cops, which you can't have because half the folks there are underage. And this all gets resolved by daughter number two. Apparently, she decided to crush shots with mom while daughter number one and dad were talking post grad plans with the boyfriend of daughter number one. Wow. Women. Uh, back to the point. Overserving is tricky and you can't control what they drink prior to getting there no. or what drugs they take either. Yes. Another thing they didn't talk about. No. I'd be interested to see the Dunn toxicology report because if he had only six drinks, perhaps some drugs were involved as well. Also, Ryan Dunn isn't the fat one. That's Preston Lacey. Dunn is the one who isn't Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Bam Majera, or Preston Wee Man, Rab himself, or the Eric dude with the chip too. No, no job now, Karen, again, but this time I'm not looking. I'm a writer. Chicks absolutely love it, especially when I say I'm broke, but I'm doing what I love. They, well, we'll yeah. see how long that lasts. They fall for that. Yeah, till that first date. <laughs> <laughs> so well, is this on you? Uh, baby, I'm, I'm married to my work. No, so. he can cook now, so he'll be inviting him over there for dinner. Um, I'm broke, but I'm doing what I love. That gets to swoon out in the hyperdrive for them. I'm going to use that line uh, like a bajillion times because my brother and his wife are making me go to a fashion show and an after party. Apparently, my sister-in-law monitors me, and since I started working from home, I've left my house three times in two weeks. Personally, I only remember two, and I'd like to get it to zero, but they think that's a problem. Good. The good thing is she's got a few models who just started the same time as her, and she thinks we get along great. Disaster. Sounds like it. 
One last thing, now that you're caught up on my fantastical life adventures, Mavericks, that's what he said, Miami, close out defense we argued about after game one, gone. Believing in Wade and LeBron James over the power of Z German, never. <laughs> we were sent from Mitch and Murray, and we were there on a mission of mercy. Just admit it, Rod, I was right, you were wrong, I was smart. Sure, fuck it, you, you were right, I was wrong. Uh, love the show. Give me more single ladies. I love that show. Have a great weekend. I've got to find an outfit to wear to this fashion show, and all my clothes are so mad. White girl problems. Yes, that's what I love about him, man. Him and his white girl problems. Oh, he also he said I forgot to mention this. Since I'm working from home doing writing, and some radio t- and some radio TV has become my hobby. I can't drink all day and still be crisp for work. I have to do so. Uh, I have decided TV is my second job. I watch a lot. Anyone looking to suggest new shows, especially midday shows, uh, shoot them to me on Twitter. I've blown through my DVR and worked through Time Warner on demand. I need more TV shows. I wonder if he has Netflix streaming because there's a ton of shit out there. Yes. But uh, holler at him on Twitter. He's at in the bleachers. Yes. Get Netflix if you ain't got it. There's tons of stuff on Netflix. So I think the only things we have left are the actual, um, the actual voicemails, right? Yep. All right, well, let's play the voicemails. Work for you. Yep. Well, Cameron, what's popping off, man? It's your boy, Mr. Moody, from my next door neighbor.net. That's the home of Mr. Moody's Neighborhood featuring a 50 brother. Y'all can put Mr. Moody's Neighborhood in iTunes and check the show out. Um, you know, I definitely got to call y'all. Y'all just got my black ass all the way back from um, Cincinnati to the ATL. I rolled the whole trip checking your podcast out, checking out Mr. Span's latest show. Um, I was really put on to you guys from um, regular cat radio. And uh, I see who he makes friends with, and I click on that. I happen to like his podcast as well. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm not really big into call-ins and the comments and all that stuff. I just do my show, and I keep it moving. But sometimes we got to give it up where it's due. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Y'all got hot products. Uh, I had left a message for Mr. Span, you know, a while ago, and I told him that he had hot product. Y'all continue to do your thing, man, because it was my pleasure. I had already referring people to y'all off the strength of regular cab radio, but I had never really sat, sat, sat down and listened to the show until I took that trip this morning. The first time I really, really, really dug into the show and listened to it. On point, damn near flawless. I give y'all motherfuckers five stars when I'm sober. I give y'all six stars when I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, it's all on point. And it's like the way y'all mix it up, man. And, and the fact that y'all, I didn't think y'all was married. I thought it was like a, I thought that was y'all little spill for a second. Until y'all realized that, yo, they married for real. Because like, if I did a podcast with my wife, I'd string her ass in the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> that's my dog. That, that's the big homie right That's the little homie right there. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Yo, I respect y'all doing. You guys got a network of people, man, and I'm going to start definitely checking out all the podcasts that y'all refer to people because Stan is a hit, you guys are a hit, um, and I'm sorry I waited so long to get out and damn a flawless. Uh, package yourself up in some kind of satellite takeover or something, man, because y'all got that perfect, y'all got the perfect shit going on, in my opinion, all right? So good luck to you. Thank you for getting my ass back from Cincinnati. Um, it's time for me to turn them Coronas up now. Check the show out. Mr. Movie's uh, Neighborhood, or you can just go to mynextdoorneighbor.net. 
And check us out. This is a Real Talk Podcast. No chasers. Y'all guys are on point. I'm very proud to see a husband and wife holding it down like this. And with all the bullshit talk about the black men and women and all the all the dumb shit, it, 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 it's, uh, it's incredible to see a couple that's on point like that, that can sit next to each other and work like this. So um, I, I am I'm for it. Good job. Well up. Alright, well, thank you very thank much for uh, checking us out. We definitely, um, I checked out uh, one of their podcasts. I did too. Now, I have to warn everybody, they were using the word faggot a lot and faggot tree. So if you're, you know, take exception to that type of language, it might not be for you. But they weren't using it necessarily in the uh, typical, like, oh, you know, slanderous no. attacks. But, uh, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't, personally, I don't use the word that way. I don't use it at all, really. But, um, at the same time, man, I checked out that show. It was pretty funny, man. Yes, it was. And uh, I appreciate the kind words, definitely. I do, too. Thank you. Um, he left us another message, but I think that was just for us. Yes, it was. So um, I'm going to play the next uh, voicemail we got, and this is the last one. What's up, Rod here? This is Maggie and Brian. Calls and congratulate you, too, on the continued growth of the show. I remember a while back when Rod tweeted that he doesn't have movie stars on the podcast. Quit playing, Rod. We all know that the dark hater is Michael Jai White from the Spawn movie. <laughs> so what's left for you two to do? Uh, I mean, live video streaming, t-shirts. You two make the South proud and black people who tilt. But I got some serious feedback today, though. How can we successfully balance our nation's budget before it's too late? I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> One boy that spent the sixty-four thousand dollars that wasn't his. I have no sympathy for that guy. I only feel bad for his family. That was a very expensive, excuse me, very expensive, teachable moment for his children. I mean, I knew at the age of ten not to do stupid shit like that. So he gets some jail time. If he stole that money from No Neck Tony, whose last name contains several vowels. He could have lost his life, or he could have gotten his kids hurt. And the cigarette packs with his disturbing pictures on them. I think they're unfair. I'm not a smoker, but if Salem has to put a pic of a smoker's autopsy on the cover, I think KFC should be forced to place pictures of the effects of diabetes on their cups and boxes. <laughs> In that Ninja Booty Call article. That sounded like a plot to Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Part 2. In 3D, of course. Well, that's all I got. Even though I don't think you need my support due to your epic, epic success, I still retweet and continue to spread the word. Keep up the great work. I watch that too. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. And one thing I wanted to say is that, yeah, they actually got like nine pictures. That they're posting on tobacco. Yeah. They passed. And they said, I haven't seen any of them, but everybody said it's very, very graphic. And they're saying the tobacco industry is fighting it because they said, look, y'all forcing us <coughs> to um, put this on like half or a quarter of the packaging. And we got to pay for this shit. Yeah. And I think they should add pictures of like stuff, other shit, like condoms. You know, you have pictures of like herpes and, and gonorrhea. Shit. I have seen that shit, and it does not look good at all. Mm, you seen it up close and personal? No, in pictures. Oh, okay. I was just checking because I. No, I am. If I need to get checked free. out, let me know. 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was the whole reason for signing up for this monogamy thing. I know. Um, alright guys. Um, thank you guys for the feedback. And of course, like Magnum Prime talked about, thank you guys for everybody who takes the time to retweet. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah. Tell people on Facebook to join our show. Like the show on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I see the show growing, um, a lot of times. And, you know, we do a lot to grow the show. We put in a lot of work. But a lot of that is just straight up from you guys. And, um, you know, the people that took the time out to listen live, thank you guys who did that. Yes. Um, everybody that tweets about it, you know, uses the hashtag TBGWT yes. to promote the show. And I see people out there all the time because I keep a running column of that on my uh, tweet deck. And I'll see, like... Hey, man, what's TVGWT? Yes, and people will explain it to them and things like that. Now, that's what I think is the coolest part about it. And Roger Glass at me, because if you put it in there, I guarantee you, I'm going to retweet it. Yeah, so I, and I, and I, I appreciate that, man. You guys are doing a lot of big work, and we're not famous. We're no. just a couple people with a fucking microphone. So yes. every time something like blows up, every time somebody gives us a compliment, every time someone gives us a shout-out or a plug... That's something that we're earning from work. We're not doing that as like, hey, check out so and so show because this guy's famous. Mm-mm. You know, I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not doing stand up. I'm not gonna fucking, you know, I'm not walking around uh, uh, with TV celebrity cameras following me and shit. No, and I wouldn't want that anyway. I know a lot of people was asking for like the you stream, you know, about the cameras. That means we would have to get dressed. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, maybe one Saturday day. morning. I don't be fully dressed. <laughs> maybe one day I had to start showing up with a suit and tie in my own house. Yeah. Hey, welcome to this black guy who tells. Yeah, we start doing that. We have to be more professional behind the scenes. But, uh, yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you guys for spreading the word. We won't take up any more of your time. Um, uh, don't forget, tomorrow we have Patrice, CJ, and we also have Shirley Wong on the show. On Tuesday, we should have Leroy from the real world, if everything works out there. And then, of course, Thursday, Thursday. Elon James White, if we can get him yes, to do the show. Yeah, and then Saturday, another feedback show, so y'all get an extra special bonus. Yeah, seriously, man. And that's all, like, on the week of, isn't that, like, the same week as 4th of July? No, that's the, actually the week before. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, Until next time, love you. You too, baby. Yeah.
people back the bell bottom Brady one's trousers. But if you don't want to, I can live with that. But you gotta put back the double mint reversible slacks. She wasn't with it, everything stayed the same. Inevitably, the first day of school came. I thought I could get over. I tried to play sick, but my mom sat me out. No way, uh-uh, forget it. There was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. And when I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And those who weren't laughing still had a ball. Cause they were pointing and whispering as I walked down the hall. I got home and told my mom how my day went. She said if they were laughing, you don't need them. Cause they're not good friends. For the next six hours, I tried to explain to my mom that I was going to have to go through this about 200 more times. So to you other kids all across the need to argue parents just don't understand okay here's the situation my parents went away on a week's vacation and they left the keys to the brand new porch play mine mm, well of course not i'll just take it for a little spin and maybe show it off to a couple of Cruising around the neighborhood Well, maybe I should Yeah, of course I should Pay attention, here's the thick of the plot I pulled up to the corner at the end of my block And that's when I saw this beautiful girly girl walking I picked up my car phone to perpetrate like I was talking You should have seen this girl's bodily dimensions I honked my horn just to get her attention She said, was that for me? I said, yeah She said, why? I said, Come on and take a ride with the hell of a guy She said, how do I know you're not sick? I said, come on, Tess, my name is the Prince. Besides, what a lunatic to have a Porsche like this. She agreed and we were on our way. She was looking very good, so as I must say, word. We hit McDonald's, pulled into the drive. We ordered two Big Macs and two large fries and Cokes. She kicked the shoes off onto the floor. She said, drive fast, speed turns me on. She put her hand on my knee. I put my foot on the gas. We almost got whiplash. I took off so fast. The roof was open. The